Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cast Patrol podcast. Joined, as always, by Mick and Age and special guest for today, one of our good mates, Cameron, also known as Camo. How's it going, Camo? Going good, going good. See you guys reached a new low <laughs> for the worst yeah, yeah. special guest you'll ever have. Oh, but, by uh, far. Happy to be here. Welcome. You're in the history books. Definitely, definitely the worst guest we've ever had. Congratulations. <laughs> we haven't had many. <laughs> and for that, you are our cast character of the week. Well done. <laughs> Start with wow. a bang. Congratulations. Is that well easy? No, you no, done well. Fun. Um, for those that don't know, Cameron was actually um, the fourth cast patrol member um, missing in action at the minute. But yeah, he, he's, he's been with us for a while, mainly age. How long you know you two know each other? We've known each other since year two when he came from Queensland. Yeah. And <laughs> the kid had no friends. Yeah. So I took him under my wing and ever since that day I've been mates with him. So Yeah, yeah. It's been, been a long journey. Yeah, very long. But now look where we are. We're on a couch together. I know. I, I, for, I made it big because of you. I'm on the exactly. cast podcast. <laughs> You're, uh, and now we're going. To your four listeners. Yeah, and we're going down to zero after you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Camo. All right, well, let's, let's kick things off with a bang. So basically we said that you were the missing member of the cast patrol. Yeah. The fourth member. Um. How you came to join the cast patrol? I think it was months of begging us to be a part no, of- I wouldn't say begging. Was it begging? I'd say I just sparked an interest and then uh, I had a few cast events happen and um, I think you thought I was applicable for the role. Yeah, well, we thought you were very good for the role, but you had mm. some extra perks that we liked. Uh, that in mind are four membership tickets to the Royal Randwick course <laughs> every Saturday. Yeah, I was just using my membership Yeah, we used you for that. And how do you, how do you join cast? So- he was very keen. We were keen to have him on board, but mm. as every business, we had to go through a strict procedure. Yeah. So we made him format a resume, yeah. make it cast related, and then send it into us. So I'd actually stop you there. I think it actually started first. Well, it, it kind of happened to me. It's one of those things where- Well, like, it brought you, upon you. You, you know, they say <laughs> well, you don't choose it, it chooses you. Yep. And um, unfortunately, the cast of Troll chose me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I don't know what we're patrolling, but this story's been told before. <laughs> But um, it was probably back when you had two listeners. Now those extra two listeners uh, that haven't heard it, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. Thanks, Cameron. <laughs> it was uh, it was one night I was at I was at my girlfriend's place. Oh, you have a girlfriend. Oh, you have a oh, girlfriend. Congratulations, congratulations, mate. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I Jimmy found love. Like, I'm really into it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and you guys called me up and said, "Hey, let's go to the bay." And um, I admit I was being a bit lame. I said, "Yeah, I'll drive." Yeah. I yep. drove there, and um, this is my my first. Fun occasion, I guess, with the cast patrol. Uh, we were sitting in line at the Coogee Bay Hotel, and um, it's a massive line. I remember uh, Mick, Mick, me, me and Mick are just sitting there like uh, as a pair, and my ex girlfriend walks past. I hadn't seen my ex girlfriend for I think it was a good year and a half, <laughs> and like she's gone. Like she obviously saw me. She looks she the other side, but she's gone. We don't need to. She was like anywhere. fifteen meters past. She was. She was, was, like, she was gone. She was gone. She's gone. That's jumping the cab. <laughs> See you later. Literally. And uh, of course, Mick being Mick just calls out her name. And <laughs> as you do. As you do, yeah. As you do. You as you do. To. And just to have, just because he just thrived on having an awkward encounter anyway. So I say hello <laughs> to her. Um, that was okay. Uh, we go, I go inside and then me and Jimmy are looking for a table. We were. We were, we were looking for a table where you guys were getting um, some drinks. And I wasn't drinking at the time because I was, I was driving there. And uh, I remember going around, there's this, there's, this, there's this girl and she's like 10 meters away from me. And um, we're looking for a table and Jimmy's like so confused because she's staring at me and she's like, I hate everything about you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I hate you. I hate everything about you. Just starts spraying camo. Like, Who is this chick? <laughs> I, was, I was so confused. Yeah. Like, firstly, why is there no seats? It's only a Saturday night. And secondly, like, we're, 
this chick's spraying me, and she's with this guy. And this guy's so confused. She's probably me. on like a first day date. Yeah, yeah. she's like <laughs> giving it up, sacrifice her date just to roast you, just yeah. to roast me. I know, I'm just that type of guy. Um, and she she's giving it to me. I remember because we were walking around, and as we kind of circled her looking for a table. Mm. She just kept going. And it was the same thing. Like across the Coogee Bay Hotel, <laughs> just spraying come over. Was it bad, Jimmy? It was bad. Like, I don't know what was going on. Like, yeah, I don't know what possessed her, but. And is that the I, moment you knew you were cast, Camo? It wasn't the moment, actually. Okay, it so, wasn't you, the so you're still in doubt. I just thought it was one of those unlucky nights. <laughs> you like, went tonight. I got a shitmate like, shit like me. <laughs> he's made me have an awkward encounter. But then um, turns out it was one of her friends. And I don't know what the, what the go was, but she was abusing the shit out of me. And I was oh, one like, of your ex-girlfriend's friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So I was, I was heavily confused and Jimmy was more confused because um, yeah, he was thinking, what's, what's going on? Anyway, we go back and I said, stuff this. I'm not driving. I called my dad. I said, you got to pick up the car tomorrow. Um, I've got to have a few drinks after this. Like, yeah. I've been five minutes to the Coogee Bay and Drink I've already the pain had away. two of the worst <laughs> encounters already. <laughs> anyway, we're sitting there and um, I just remember we just, we kept on doing rounds back and forth. And then suddenly like I went, Mick was going to get a drink and Mick comes back. And um, it's this guy just going off his head. He's going off his head like, hey, boys. He's hugging us all. And I'm going, who is it? It's, it's, and, and Mick's brought this bloke to our table. You know when someone brings that drunk bloke to your table and you're like, oh, just come on, Mick. Anyway, it was Reed Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> From the Parramatta Eels. The Parramatta Eels. Now Bulldogs. Yeah. Ripping out the cookie. I don't know day. why he wanted to sit with us. <laughs> ripping and tearing. He was ripping and tearing, but he yeah. left his mates. And he's sitting there. And he, he sat with us for like Most of the 30 night? an hour? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. W- he was FaceTiming Micah Sivo on the phone saying, come to the bay or just because you knocked out Teddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just on. spraying Sivo. Come on, you're not better than bad. us. You knocked out Teddy. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah. And then oh, it just kept going and going. And so he's, he kept going back and forth to his table. He's going off his head and we're like punting on the dogs together and stuff yeah. like that. It off was our just phone. Off our phone. It was just <laughs> like, like $1.60. What are you like, what's going on? Like, who's orchestrating this? Is this like a... <laughs> Is this, is this just like, uh, is someone set me up? Yeah. Um, well, we think it's it's the cast gods. So for those that don't know, we, me, Adrian, Jimmy, we've hanging out a bit, fair bits. But when, what we normally do is we take someone under our wing every now and then and take them on a cast night. Mm. and Like a bit of a trial run. Yeah, it's like coming off the bench, like Andrew for feeder. Um, and you've got to step up to the platter. <laughs> I don't choose for the cast night. No, no. <laughs> you don't choose it. <laughs> it's exa- like you chose it for me. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And one thing is you have to come off the bench. And Cameron definitely did. But they got the yeah. cast gods. But he was forced to come with the bench. Oh, the yeah. coach just put him on. Yeah. yeah. And he had no choice but to just run on and do his best. Yeah, but it was one of those things where, you know, when you're like, I remember I was only a small bloke. I wasn't that good at footy, but like I got put into locks sometimes. <laughs> and you know, you're just stuck in the middle of the field and you yeah. hit up after hit up after yeah. hit up. You smack it. That was your smack. cast. You're in the, in the washing machine. Yeah, it was in the like washing bang, machine. Bang, I thought, what's going on? It's the cast gods to test if you actually cast or you're just putting on the front. Yeah. Yeah, and you were there. So, so is that when you knew you were cast? That's when I knew I was cast. And I finished that night going home, going like, what's going on? And is it after that you did the resume? Yeah, it's after I did the resume. So you, you applied. Resume was New Year's Eve. We didn't yeah. force you. You applied. Well, I just thought, like, what a, what a, special, what a special club, you know? So <laughs> um, I thought I might apply for the resume and got my... my do you, my yeah. do you remember resume. anything that you put on the resume? Oh, it was like cast moment. What's the most you've punted on a... Um, what's the most you've lost... Uh, that's that's funny you don't really remember it because we actually have it here. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cameron Hayes' resume. We're not going to put it as a pop. We're just going to read it because there's some things that he probably doesn't want getting out to the public. So start off. Cameron sends an email to all three of us. Uh, we're not going to say our emails because we don't want your spam. He goes, "Dear Cast HR Officer, please see the attached resume for the position of Cast Ordinary Member. Let me know if you have any questions. Kind regards, Cameron Hay. Cameron Hay starts his resume with, "I'm current." 
Hunter family member seeking the admission and title of being a cast patrol member. He's given us a SWOT like analysis the right now. with his strengths, <laughs> weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. His strengths, thoroughbred knowledge, insider at successful syndication company. Weaknesses, has a girlfriend. Michaela, oh. <laughs> <laughs> tune out right now. Maybe <laughs> caught in differing commitments. That's fair enough. Opportunities, see, he knows how to work us. Has a races membership and can get guest passes. That was yeah. the main factor. That was yeah, a big factor. That was a big factor. We didn't even read anything. <laughs> we just saw race membership and we just, yep, that's yeah. the one. House is always open for any cast gatherings. That's very true. That's true. Yep. True, yeah. Threats is hated by the love of Jimmy's life, whoever that may be at the time. <laughs> Ooh, right. <laughs> Well, Jimmy moves quick, so luckily he now has a new lover. He's in love now. Threats right. is not available for occasional cast gathering due to girlfriend commitments. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Enough. That's put it out there. Yeah, no, you yeah, done well. So, you, sum- you, so you submitted that love resume, love and then love. we called you up. Yeah, I made it to the interview stage. Interview stage. Yeah. Do you want to talk about applicants? Do you want to talk us through? There are a lot. There are a lot. Do you want to talk us through the initial interview? Was that at um the park? It was the park. Yeah, was that your birthday? My birthday, New Year's Eve. Yeah. How was it's that? black in a park. Well, what, what did we tell you to do? Well, I just remember Age calling me and being like, dress up in a suit. I feel like I'm, I'm getting the worst reputation in this podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> like, put in a resume to be part of this stupid club. We'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> hey, do you want to be for feeder off the bench or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like Ben Lowe off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> like ben Lowe will never be on the bench. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I just remember you telling me, Go go go! Dress up in your in your Sunday's best and uh, yeah. come down to the park and yeah. In your yeah, finest well. suit was the words. So in like a, a birthday gather, you rocked up in a suit, <laughs> yeah. full suit, yeah, head yeah. to toe, yeah, yeah. And then was there I, any? I, I was surprised there wasn't any other applicants there. Oh no, because like we, we, no we, we already did them before. Oh, we did yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, 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 they didn't yeah, cut it. Maybe feel they better. They left already. It wasn't just desperation. Yeah, no, they didn't cut it. Did we make you do anything during the interview? Yeah, that you can think of. You can think of. There may have been outside the box from like a bit of left field, like yeah. something left field. Recruitment. No, don't remember. Don't remember. Mick, I think we pass on that. We pass on that. I definitely remember. I think we keep that hidden. Just <laughs> <laughs> same coming from embarrassment. Yes. I will go over one thing on the resume that I like to point out. This is how committed he was to cast. He, we asked him, how would you define cast? And Cameron writes the best poem you'd ever want to read, ever. <laughs> I don't remember the score. <laughs> right oh my God. This is a long poem, Cameron. Cast cannot be merely grass in an objective definition, <laughs> such as you would want. What would you wait? Nah, I've lost this. Camo, do you want to read it for us? Because I don't understand how you're writing these words. Cast cannot be merely grasped in an objective definition, such as you would with a brick on a road. Cast can be described. Uh, cast cannot cannot be described through a situational feeling, thought, or expression. Cast is not a positive nor negative feeling. Uh, it, it cuts out on the either side, so it's a bit hard to it. It's, it's a lack of dichotomous <laughs> notions. <laughs> Deem it with a unique quality that you cannot seek, but only one that comes to you when you are with the fellow cast patrol members. A few examples for elaboration. Driving to Wyong to see a horse come second last <laughs> is cast. <laughs> <laughs> Playing you know <laughs> And getting slapped for it. <laughs> cast. Yes. That was mix, mix X, by the way. Slap me. Uh, sleeping <laughs> until 5 p.m. is cast. It used to be Adrian. Used yeah. to have a job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
The age was in the air. Before the cast patrol, now I'm fucking not sleeping at all. <laughs> yeah, geez, I'll bury that and burn that. Bury that away. <laughs> it's on the emails for sure. It's already yeah. framed. But look, obviously you passed in Flying Colours your um, interview and we gave you the title of cast intern. And yeah. I think you lived up to the platter. You did well. Shout out to you, Cameron. Thanks, yeah. You did yeah. very well, Cameron. You've been promoted since, cast consultant. Consultant, now. yeah, because I come in and out, you know, mm. jump yeah. on the pod every now and then. And You're just too busy. Yeah, yeah, it gets like What, what takes know. up your time, Camo? Uh, I do, um, uh, I work, work part-time, still at uni, but also um, most of my time's been done through um, <coughs> Pulse Racing, Pulse Racing Thoroughbreds, a syndication company I run with my family. How about we just <laughs> touch on Pulse a bit now? So how long have you been doing Pulse and like, why did you start it? So yeah, we and, started. He, and explain what a syndication company is because there's people out there that don't understand what it is. Yeah, I'll explain the history first because it kind of ties in um, better with the way uh, it works. But we kind of my my dad used to buy shares in horses and, and like not not he it was one day actually one of the punt he won four grand in the punt you always have those huge days and his dream <laughs> was to to buy a share in a racehorse and I won't name which syndication company it was but he kind of realised that. <coughs> you can get taken advantage of a lot in the horse racing industry mm. um, through just high costs, uh, lack of communication, and it, it really just not a real fun experience around the horse racing. The yeah. horse didn't win a race, um, which obviously didn't help no. um, with the experience, but also we kind of just came from the idea that, you know, why don't we just put on something that um, and grow a community where um, of, of horse race ownership, and we've been building ever since. That was about five years ago. Yeah, and we've been to a few events. They're pretty good. The Christmas party, the Pulse the little events, yeah, very all the good. Pulse yeah. events, free booze, free fee catered for you. Good yeah. guess. I will say, like, we yeah. looked at a few syndication companies when we wanted to invest our money into a horse, but Pulse was above and beyond anything that we see. I feel like they're like the people's company. Yes, you know, they're not the biggest. But they look after the customers. They look after the clients. And we've been yeah. very well looked after, especially with our horse. We've got Warilla Gorilla, recently named and recently gelded. Yeah. So, yeah, cue the laughter. It is a shocking name, Warilla Gorilla. <laughs> but when you see it flying down the outside, you'll be laughing. Yeah, they okay? always sound better when they win. Yeah, 100%. exactly. When do you reckon good old Warilla will start racing? Uh, See, so by shooting to win um, and out of, uh, out of a... Was it Testarossa mare? So if he comes more to like the, the Testarossa side, where they're more early two year olds, but most likely who run probably most of his career as a three year old. I want to. Yeah. We like to have one start at least as a two year old. Yeah. But um, Brett Lazzarini, the trainer at Kemble Grange, um, <coughs> he's fairly conservative in the way he pushes horses, which is um, mm. I think a good thing. But it takes a bit of patience. I think he'll have his first start, let's say, uh, in four months' time, and yeah. then. Um, He'll, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll probably be better as a three-year-old. So early in the new year, we'll probably see our horse yeah, do yeah. a trial or... Yeah, yeah, he'll get to a trial. Yeah. We'll definitely get to a jump out next prep. So he's currently mm -hmm. in the paddock right now. And um, he'll get to a jump out uh, next preparation. Then after that, the preparation after that, we'll probably test him with a trial and it may be a race. Jimmy's know. always wanted to be a jockey. Is there any chance we could get him on the saddle? How much does he claim? 10 kilos? Give or take. <laughs> We're going to need it because yeah, no. probably won't Why get not? too much. I've, now, seen you, I've seen you ride home some winners and you've you, you got a good action on you. <laughs> Mate, if, if you ever need a claim, like just get me on. Sweet. So, <laughs> Sounds good. I'm ready to go. Um, how many do you guys have at the moment? How many horses? Uh, we've got five pulse? horses at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, one with Kira Ma and down in Victoria. Uh, that won a trial last week and she's uh, uh, heading off to her first preparation soon. Mm. Um and uh, there's another one. We've got two with that Clement Grange. With what are their Lowe. names? So people can oh, watch so out We've got Bo Constrictor in, um, in Victoria. We've got uh, JX, who um, has shown some good ability in her first preparation with Brett Lazzarini at Clement Grange. Um, there's Rilla Gorilla, of course. Up the Gorilla. Up the Gorilla. And then Martini <laughs> Crusader, who's based at Hawkesbury. And um, he'll, be, he'll be aiming for 
big dance nomination races um, into next year. Oh, wow. Be That'd be great. Big $2 million race. How good's that? Is there any other horses that you're looking to syndicate and maybe our listeners could get involved with eventually down the path? Oh, not right now. We've uh, All our horses are fully sold out, but we head to um, the sales next year. We've got the English Classic sale in February um, and the Magic Millions and then a few other sales there. But, you know, we're more of a boutique syndication company. We'd rather, like, we go to many sales and we're looking for the right horse at the right value. We're not just mm. going to buy a horse just to yeah. just to sell it. So I remember you told me you went to, like, Queensland, like, two weeks in a row or some shit and you, like, you didn't buy a horse? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so, like, fuck. last year we went Pickier to... Pickier than my girlfriend. Went went to to <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend. <stopped. laughs> um, yeah, so we went to Magic Millions last year. Then we went to English Classic Sale and then... We went to, it wasn't until the English, so like that's over 3,000 horses that we've inspected um, from the farms to using our bloodstock agent to inspecting for us, doing second looks, third looks, plus vet inspections and um, trying to do our diligence as, as much as possible. We couldn't find anyone within like a value for, for yeah. behind, so that's what we're kind of looking for most. And uh, so we finally got the Rilla Gorilla at the yep. US Premier Sale. Mm -hmm. So you got some good bang for your buck there? Yeah, I think it was amazing value. How um, much did you buy it for? Was it 40000 30K. 30K. Yeah, 30K. And then um, we bought, uh, sorry, I, I did mention, um, we got Feel the Magic, who's a Rubik, um, soon to be gelding uh, at Michael Freeman at Ramwick. Very nice. Our horse is going to get gelded as well. Yeah. Do you, why Why do we get it gelded? Like, what's the benefit for us? Because I, I, I know a mate who probably needs their balls chopped off, <laughs> sitting on the left of me. <laughs> yeah, sitting on the left of me as well, Jim. <laughs> sitting on the right of me, yes. Oh, Camo. Camo. <laughs> <laughs> Camo does have I've big balls. Camo has big balls. He needs to get him gelded. Does Camo have big balls? Massive balls. Well, like, 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 unhe like unhealthy? Like unhealthy big balls. Have you had him like checked swollen. out before? Like Massive balls. Swollen. Like that's his party trick, flopping his balls out. What? Is that what Never. he does at parties? That's what he does. He flops <coughs> them out and they're massive. Never. And then what happens after that? Oh, I don't think he has a dick though. <laughs> <laughs> he just has balls. It's not much being flopped out. No, it's just the balls. <laughs> it's the reverse gelding. But like why Why would you, if you were a horse camo, why would you need to chop your balls off? Oh, there's what? kind of two main factors. The first one is... Um, is obviously their behaviour, and that's most of the time you mm -hmm. geld a horse, yeah. like because they just get too culty. They they're not thinking about racing, and you know we've all seen the examples. Erratic, yeah, uh, Mazu, yeah. uh, Colding, Colding, all those ones where the ultimate gear change just switches at the moment, makes them into a racehorse. Yeah. yeah, and the other one is they can put a bit too much weight on. I think that's more the really gorillas problem. Like yeah. he had a great temperament throughout the sale, and he's a great temper in his work, mm. um, and he's had really good hype with the way he's been working. Yeah, uh, but um, he's just putting a little bit too much weight, and they've only got you know. Tiny legs for 500 kilos. So, yeah. Um, I think it's better to gel them at this stage and then turn them into a real racehorse and it doesn't make them as, as bulky with all yeah. the testosterone. Love it. That's perfect. Well, let's take things back to <laughs> cast and your cast night outings with us. You obviously can't talk about everything <laughs> because I'm sure your family and girlfriends are listening to this podcast. You probably can't talk about 80% of it. 80%. <laughs> yeah. But for the stuff that you can talk about, is there any stories that you have of us that our listeners probably haven't heard of that you've had direct involvement with? That's PG. <laughs> That's PG. Uh, and entertaining. Um, there's, a few, there's a few. There's a few nice ones. A few standouts. Yeah, there's a few standouts. Um, of course, I'm not sure if it's been said before, but there was the oh, the notorious um, uh, trip to Three Wise Monkeys with yourself, Jim. Yes. And, um, and, and probably the greatest $20 cash I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the cargo pants? Yeah, I think yeah. this is creating a bad image for the viewers. <laughs> so we, were, we, we went to what Korean barbecue, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the ultimate combo, Korean barbecue first. It was Jimmy's farewell. Jimmy's farewell. My farewell. farewell. Queensland. That was it. How long did you go for in the end, Queensland? A year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sad times. Yeah. 
And so we uh, want to go out and celebrate. Yeah, we want to go out and celebrate. We went races that day, didn't we? We did. Oh, we, we had did. a big day. Yeah, we went races. We went races. Then Korean barbecue. Who was yeah. that bloke that was performing? Is it uh, John Stewart? No, no, not John Stewart. It's the guy that used to be in um, in excess. Anyway, keep talking. I'll get yeah. yeah, John yeah. Stewart. John Stewart. Jimmy's John Stewart. Jimmy's out of it. Jimmy was off his head, so I don't. I don't trust him. I don't think it was John Stewart. John Stevens. John, John Stevens. There we go. John, John Stevens. Stevens. Anyway, John Stevens. <laughs> See, we went back to mine and then. Um, had a few Panadol caffeine Panadols. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> Panadol <laughs> extras. extras. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're the best. They just pick you up. And um, and then we went out. So we went Korean barbecue and then we, we, we were sitting in line. I mean, we were sitting in line. Well, I, don't, I don't know why some bad stories happen in line. We did. <laughs> but um, we're sitting in line there and, and, <laughs> and of course, Jimmy, like it was, it wasn't even summer. But like he's wearing pants, like pants, shorts. shorts. He's wearing shorts, shorts right now, pants. like dressy shorts. He's probably wearing those it was, shorts. It was probably like, those probably exact those shorts. shorts. And then the security guard's like, nah, sorry, mate, sorry. No shorts allowed. And then I, really remember, I remember I look over and I just spot this, like, right in the edge of it. There was this, this homeless man. And the homeless, guy, and the homeless guy's looking at me. He's just, like, nodding. And I'm going, like, what's going on? What's going on What's here? going on? And yeah. like, Jimmy's like, oh, it's done, boys. Let's, you know, like, I won't be able to, If I can't get in here at Three Wise Monkeys, not the greatest establishment. Yeah, it's literally world. a pub. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pub. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, uh, I'm not going in anywhere. And then I see him. He's holding up these these beautiful like, they were like had patches in them they were yeah. green they were like, they were charcoal green. Green. Car- cargo they were cargo. cargo pants yeah. the cargo, cargo they were pants like, they, were like yeah. they were shocking and they were just the most disgusting pants he's holding them up and he just knew like you look him in the eye <laughs> he, like, he knew he was I'm waiting for this moment yeah. you know, <laughs> he was waiting for this he was making bank from his mm. his homeless man cargo pants yep and um, I remember looking at it, and then we looked at each other, and I was like, "Oh, who's got cash?" So <laughs> I pulled out a twenty. I gave him a twenty, and we loaned, emphasis rented these rented rented these cargo pants, which yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have to get paid a lot of money to even get seen in them. Oh. But like Jimmy had to fire up, and yeah, got, got in though. Got in. Thank God, it worked. But we weren't even in there for long. <laughs> we weren't in there for long. Nah, we weren't. So Jimmy was wearing these pants and we're in there, it was dead. And like we left after 15 minutes yeah. and then yeah. paid 20 bucks, returned the pants and that's it. You got rolled. I often <laughs> I often think about that, the fact that you wore a homeless man's pants. Like who knows what that, act, how long yeah, he was look, wearing for, how long he had in his possession. It's, just, it's one of those things you have to do. Yeah, You got to do what you got to do. Something. Cast night out. Yeah. It's, you farewell as well. Have to be cast. As you said, it's cast. That it's was cast. proper cast. Yeah. yeah. But that was a good night. Where do we go after that? Fuck knows oh, if I can remember. Yeah. I don't even know what I did for breakfast <laughs> last night. Fuck, that was a long time ago, eh? Hey. That yeah. was a long time ago. What else you got for us in your back give, pocket? Give us camo? more juice, Camo. Give us what more else juice. juice. What else you okay. got for us? Well, I'll good. give you like a, just a small one anyway. Like if you get to know you guys as much as I've known you guys, again, it's, it's something that chooses you and I probably wouldn't ask for. But um, I remember we were just punting out here in the courtyard at, at Mick's place and um, – and and we we, we were, I was I, I was just having the worst day. Of course, I whacked Nature Strip and Everest. Um, <laughs> like we yeah. all, did. it was the worst because there was like a it was like a um, a special. It was like put a hundred on, you get it back if it comes like if it loses pretty much. Yeah, but it was it was only for tote. I put it on fixed. Oh. Of course, Nature Strip gets rolled. Was that on tab? Oh, they've done it to me That's so many times. Tote like because they flip between. But it has to be on tote. Has to be on tote. Specials on tote. Who does it on tote? after. That's um, bad. We were watching Giggy Kick just roll Nature Strip. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, we've all been done on Nature Strip. I'm no, not unique there. Hardest one to pick. Just, I always miss it. Every time it wins, I'm off yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. When I think it's immoral. He's hard to catch. He loses. Yeah. And then I remember just, I remember just, I could not pick anything. Like we've all had those days <laughs> mm. where, because we were sitting there in the backyard, like 
when you're drinking, it doesn't yeah, help. You, you, know? just, you just there, just you just yeah, like everything. No matter what I was doing, I was like taking Jimmy's tips. Everyone was losing. I wouldn't, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't back Jimmy for one, and he'd get up, and then I like take Nick's chip tips there, and they'd be losing. And I was just like, I reckon I put in like twenty five bets. <laughs> no, so I was down not. like I think I was down like <laughs> like four hundred bucks, right? Yeah. And so like it's, it's a fair amount to be down at like five o'clock in the afternoon before you're about to go out. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I remember look over and and <laughs> and one of my mates told me he had. His brother talked to Tony Gollan and Tony, the trainer. The trainer. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and Tony Gollan said, Oh, mass destruction in the last is immoral. Yeah. But Tony Gollan, like, of course, anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> like, it, he had it, another it, horse in the race. Like, I, I, blame myself. Mate, I blame yeah. myself because who takes that? Like, it's always like, Oh, my mate's brother's sister's dog owns yeah. that horse and it's going to yeah. And it always gets rolled. You know what I mean? Inside mail, mate. Horse mass destruction mail. was like 220. Yeah. I remember looking at Jim. And I was like, uh, I never chase normally, but I look at Jim and I just, I trust his opinion. You know, he's, he's, everyone's seen his tips. Everyone's yeah. been on Dabble and seen his tips. He knows his horses. Mm. But mm. I, go, I go and I'm like, Jim, should I, should I put 400 on this and, and chase? And then and Jim just looks me in the eye and with all his confidence just goes, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, you sure? Are you sure? And he's like, he just wins. And you I, trust him with your balls. There, yeah. You trust Jim yeah. with I trust Jim with everything. You know, he put yeah. cargo pants on for me. <laughs> <laughs> I trusted him. Who knows what diseases he could have got from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, and then, of course, mass destruction gets rolled by, by F-, F Troop. The stable mate. Stable mate. F Troop hasn't won in- playing like Stony eight bucks, wasn't it? Yeah. F Troop. Hasn't won in about three years. Yeah. Oh. So- it just gets rolled. And so, yeah, that was- that's the fun of just being around these boys, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just prop a car. <laughs> one, one story that I'd like to touch on, um, I don't think we've said on the podcast before, but for my birthday, we decided to go to Byron Bay. Um, Jimmy was already up there in his Queensland yeah. holiday, and I said, all right, boys, we're going to catch plane with Jetstar. <laughs> Jetstar could be easily the shittest flight company in Australia. Maybe the world. I'm not sure. I'd say they're up there. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, you lose so much money in the punt, you have to use Jetstar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, two-minute noodles, you know? So roughly we had a Jetstar flight depart at 8 a.m. And us three were on the flight with some of my other mates. And it was a bit, a bit rainy. They said, oh, Ballin is a bit hard to land at one of the toughest airports. It's raining. But you'll be right. Mm. That's okay. So we go there. As the plane's landing, it's probably an hour flight, if that. As the plane's landing, see Cameron's getting PTSD already. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, and Adrian hates Adrian oh, yeah. hates flying. So as we're about to land the aircraft, the wheels <sighs> touch the tarmac, and as they touch, we're like, "Oh yeah!" And then you hear the engines go, Ooh, and this like thing just goes noise. big noise, and you're like, "Oh, I haven't heard this one. This is this is an interesting sound." And then this plane just takes off back into the sky. You're like. Um, What's going on? That's not meant to happen. We're meant to be. Like, it's the worst up. feeling thinking you're gonna land and just get like another takeoff and you're back in the air. You're like, so then you're like, yeah, okay, what are we they're, doing? they're gonna they're gonna circle around and <laughs> then try and land, land back again. Yeah. Little to our knowledge, over the air, aircraft, the PA comes on and says, okay, uh, we failed landing in Ballina. We'll now be returning to Sydney. Oh. And the look, what was the look on your face? How were you feeling in that moment, Cameron? I was, I was playing eight ball pool. I actually didn't worry. That didn't worry me that much. I I thought, look, it's a bit silly. You can yeah. easily go to Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, you know, yeah. like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. why well, have to go Mass all the way back to gets Sydney. beaten. <laughs> We're going back to Sydney. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Life, you have life to, goes you have to on. move on. Yeah. So yeah. We, go, we go back to Sydney, and my mum's always taught me that if the plane gets delayed or anything like that, you be the first one to the, weird to the consultants. Teacher, yeah. She told me, she said, go there, you go straight to the travel desk, and you get on that next flight to wherever it is because there's people that will miss out. So what do I do? I run. I run like a gazelle, Usain Bolt, anything in between. I get there. It's me, Cameron, and Corey. I'll make Grousey. 
So left us behind. They yeah. left me, Auntie, and Tommy, Eb, Christian. Yeah. Those five of you. They just dogged us. They just sprinted off. We're like, fuck, these guys are keen. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to try and get all of us on the next flight. But if they can't, oh, well. So at least mm. I'm sorted for my birthday. Bit of a selfish play. It was selfish. So but it is your birthday. We're in the so line and say. they're like, there's two flights. One's going to go to Gold Coast. One's going to go to Ballina. But the Gold Coast one, you end up flying in at 11 p.m. at night. Yeah, it was a late one. It's yeah. a big delay, six hours in between, even longer flight, one hour bus bus ride down to Ballina. And they're like, to me, Cameron and Corey, oh, since you guys are here first, we're getting on a flight to Ballina. It's taken off in 30 minutes or something. I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> Naive, naivety kicked in and we just thought, let's get on. So we do, Camo. We got on the flight. Then what happened? Oh, because there was only three of us on the flight. So it was all these other people that just... They could. They were just chilling, think it was a normal mm. flight, and it was, so we're, we're, we're cruising along. I remember, and it, it, as we we're going down, and this guy, I reckon, maybe it was because I was just playing at pool the first time. But this guy, it, it was like you were going through clouds, and we were just shaking, <laughs> shaking, turbulence on the top, and he came through, and because it, it's the smallest um, runway in Australia, yeah. yeah. And, then and, he, and we knew if he, he, bad weather, if he didn't land this plane, we knew we're going back to Sydney. That they don't go to Gold Coast and they go straight back to Sydney. After they've already fucked up the mistake once today. Yeah. And then it was, we're, we're, we're about to touch the ground, I remember it. And to, to, be, to, be admit, to admit it, like, I actually thought I would rather fly up in the sky right now. Than crash. It was because you, you were shaking that much. I and was like, so scared. You were touching it. And it was like up and down, shaking. And everyone's like, oh, it's just normal landing. And we're thinking yeah. like... We know what's going to happen. Deja vu. We know. And then it, you just hear the... <laughs> and you just... Again. You fly Takes straight up. Did he, did he hit the ground, do you reckon? He, he did, but this did one he, was worse. This one was like a... He was just flying on the ground. It, it was like... I reckon, honestly, I'm probably exaggerating, but one of the wings <laughs> felt like it was touching... So just the bounced, ground. Oh yeah, it was going left, right, left, and we was like, "Oh, we're gonna die here yeah. if this guy doesn't." Yeah, pull so he just up. Took, back, took, mm. took off again. And so yeah, we went so back to fired, Sydney, and then like no one else knew that we're going back to Sydney. Everyone's just going, oh, "Okay," cool. and we're That's going a weird type of land, and we're like, "No." <laughs> and then it was yeah, it was just looking like idiots at the back of the plane, knowing that we've just spent like eight hours. Oh, more. I think by the, by the time we got back, it was like 100%. 10 p.m. at night. And I was like, Cameron, we're driving. He's like, I, I'm not I'm not going, Byron. That's it. That's it. It's over. Yeah, you didn't come, did you, Cameron? Yeah. You were just done. I already pulled the pin before that. After that first one, oh, I was yeah. like, there's no fucking way I'm getting back on a Jetstar plane. Do you have like a refund <laughs> Ever again? Yeah, I got a refund. Oh, that's all. I got on Jetstar, but... I didn't get... Me and Grasso had to go to the airport the next day, catch an 8 a.m. So flight. Bad. And I was like, oh, like this happened to us yesterday. Can you give us... Fucking anything. I would have taken a peanut at this point. They gave me nothing. They said, oh, it's due to weather conditions. Yeah, I fucking know. I was on the plane and it was shaking. <laughs> like a beer on the plane? Give yeah, me anything. anything. It gave me nothing. So yeah. fuck you, Jess. I haven't been back with you since. Cold sandwich or anything. And if you're actually thinking about going with Jetstar on any future flights, don't. Just pay that little bit extra. Get that comfort and get that security and <laughs> knowing that you're not going on a shit airline. Yeah, I'm off and massively and never again. Over my dead body. I'm not going on Jetstar. Sickening. Would you agree, Cameron? I'd say, yeah, I'd say it, it, was, it was a pretty shit day. Yeah, it was a shit you know day. I mean? But you could say you went back to back, back to Byron twice. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and I, I took two flights to Byron and ended in Sydney. I went so to Byron for a total of five seconds. I don't think so you were fun. in Byron, Adrian. Spalinol, <laughs> you and Spalinol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's uh, almost as bad as like losing your formal date to your best mate. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got to bring this up. This Cameron, is a beauty. This, so, I have to bring it up. This, no, I think no, this actually do. the way it's. Hey, well, there's two sides of a story. Well, there yeah. two we sides. want to hear. I've heard, I've heard about five different stories of this. I just want let's clear it up. 
H is just. I'll, I'll just start. I want to clear it up. I'll start with my Turn side, on. and then Cameron, you can start. Why don't I start with my side, and then you? No, because that's not how. How about you guys? How about you guys just intertwine at different times? Okay, we can intertwine. So I'll start with my. So it was formal. You two are formal, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a formal date. The girl I was speaking to, I was a bit too hesitant. She got asked by someone. Yep. And then I asked two two mates. They were both going with someone already, mm-hmm. so I've been rejected three times. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Shit, there's like one week left, or like there was like three days left. I need a formal date, so I'm gonna ask my good mate Holly McManus." Yeah. And I'm like, "Camo, I'm gonna ask Holly. You gonna look at me when?" when I do? <laughs> I'm like, "Camo, I'm gonna ask Holly. Um, I'm gonna take her to formal." You, like, you ne- that, that's not fucking true. poor Holly just got <laughs> name dropped. That is a fact. <laughs> she, she's just falling off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Fucking hell. I guarantee you, Holly. <laughs> that is a fact. So Holly's <laughs> a nice woman. She oh, Camo. She is. Camo was fully aware that I was gonna ask her. Yeah. And no, I was the not next, fully aware. Excuse me, sir. Can you just give me some? <laughs> so the next day, I've, I've gone and asked her about. I remember the time was like 3 p.m. It was just after like <laughs> period five and I've asked her and I get a message back. Sorry, I'm already going someone like I'd love to all this bullshit. And I'm like, out of curiosity, like who are you going with? And she says, Cameron Hay, <laughs> oh my no. best fucking mate. He snaked me and he took my formal date. What do you have to say for Cameron, yourself? Cameron, that's sir? one of the biggest snakings of all time. That's not the biggest snakings of all time, but why did you do it? Cause well, had- what went through your head? Like, What was the thought process about this? I had a bit of foresight. I could see okay. that Adrian, I, I, I could just I could just see something for age, you know. You could see the future. I could see the future. You thought I could do better. You know what I mean? I could like I see Rilla Gorilla winning an Everest. <laughs> I could see I could see age um, find love of his life through 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 this through this interaction. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about Holly McManus. So you can get back in the chair, Holly McManus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, well, I, I, I remember because I was I was not in the conversation. You were in a group conversation. I think I literally I mean, told you to your face. <laughs> you did not tell me to my face. I remember it because I was on the edge. We had a little triangle. I, I was on the edge. I was in a different conversation. I was probably talking about... Pulse. Pulse. I was probably trying to... <laughs> Gay Waterhouse. Gay Waterhouse. We'll get into Gay Waterhouse yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Things that a cool U12 person talks about. Yeah. And... Um, and I did not hear it. And I remember that night, and I was always planning on asking her. I asked her on the bus home. And then, and then suddenly- You, you took the bus in. with her? You are on the bus with her? I was, I was on the bus. But you never oh, told me to, that you asked her but to like, like no save me any embarrassment. No, but I didn't know you were going to ask her. But you should have told me, oh, I'm going to form with Anyway, I right? had the foresight that because of that, my mum actually set Adrian up with um, his now long-term girlfriend. Yeah, so it's been five years. It's been five and years. And Jimmy, can you tell us this story? Because you, you know it off my heart. Every, I'll just fill you guys in. Every podcast we do, Jimmy sits there and impersonates me. And pretends to be me and tells his same story. So why don't you just tell <laughs> it? Say like age, lift the shirt um, up a little bit, yeah. show the bit of the tongue. Show me the gut. Yeah, so for those that don't know, I've been dating Sophia, my now girlfriend, for five years. Um, you would have heard the story. Cameron obviously staked my former date. But this is where the story gets interesting. Cameron Hayes' mum was at the nail salon. And she was talking with my now godmother. She knows it off the heart. Keep going. And um, yeah, look, she she teed it up for me. She showed she showed uh, a photo of Adrian to to to, to Sophia's god um, Sophia's mum. Sorry, oh no, auntie <laughs> Sophia's auntie. Yeah, and um, he was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet, I'll tee it up." And then I s- you actually saw her at a party that weekend, didn't you, Adrian? I did. I did. And what did we do, Jimmy? You just hit it off. We hit it off. Well done, Jimmy. <laughs> you just okay. So if it wasn't for me accidentally not hearing you and, and taking your formal date, you know, you wouldn't be in this um, 
successful relationship you are. Yeah. Right? Sliding doors opportunity. It's so a sliding door. I've got to thank you. <laughs> thank you very much, Cameron. No worries. But um, sliding doors aside, I saw Holly at a party. Like this was about a few months ago. So this is six six Fuck, years on get from off the your event. chair, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I actually said to her, because obviously this is a big talking point in it's our, a debate. In our it's a big debate. And this debate's been going on for six years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to hear it from her mouth. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what do you think about um, Cameron snaking? Uh, or uh, What was it? Cameron snaking Adrian's formal yeah. date. And she goes, what do you mean? She had no idea of any snaking going on. She, she just no thought she Cameron thought had chivalry and asked her out. That was it. Wait, Adrian, did you little as she know? Did you even message her? Did you message her about like just dirty about yeah. me asking her? I had it up. I had the messages. I have. I still have my phone. If you want to, see. you got the receipts. I've got the receipts. Okay. And she literally like no, she didn't name drop, and I'm just like oh like who are you going with? Cameron Hay. So no, I wasn't messaging her, Jimmy. But we're just good mates. Yeah, so I thought right. I'd ask her, be a friendly date. Did she know it was coming? No, she wouldn't have known. Because like we're just mates. It's not like we're like tuning or anything. Right. We're on the tune, mate. Okay. But um, <laughs> thank you, Cameron, once again for snaking my formal date. <laughs> it's worked out well this, out this well, time. Yeah. But mates, guys out there, don't snake your mate. It's not right. <laughs> it's Don't not. be like camo. <laughs> <laughs> this is why uh, I'm not on the party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Cameron, back, you, back during that time, Cameron, yeah. you were working for Gay Waterhouse. Do you want to tell us how that was? Yeah, it was good. I worked for Gay Waterhouse yeah. um, just after graduating uh, uh, for a year. Did a bit of did a bit of work on the horses, plus a um, bit of picking up their shit. Yeah, or yeah what? A bit of picking up a bit of horse shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, bit of track work. Yeah, a bit of track work. Oh, I wouldn't call it track work. I wasn't the best rider in the world, um, but. Uh, yeah, we're working closely with, with Gay and Adrian. Mm. It was a good experience. Waking up at 2 a.m. was a bit hard, but... Yeah, that um, would have been so hard. Yeah, it's one, of the things, one of the things you got to do, but it was... yeah. What's she, what's she like, Gay? She's she's just a unique character. Like, it, she's exactly what you see on TV in terms of, like, very genuine, mm. um, very, like, over-the-top and um, very caring. I remember once she... Like, I, I was growing my hair out, and she said, Cam-, she goes, Cameron, Cameron. She said, oh, <laughs> your, um, she said, oh your, your hair is too long. She goes, you... you um, I'll, I'll book you in a hair appointment. I'm like, hair appointment? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, and then I get a message. For, I get a Keep call in mind, Cameron gets his haircuts from me. So he's, <laughs> yeah. he's never had a haircut in his life. Big upgrade. <laughs> Big upgrade. Anything's an upgrade with yeah. the money involved. Let's <laughs> just spin a few yards. <laughs> Wait, so where did she book you in the haircut? Well, I got a, I got a call from a PA, and, and, and she goes, Look, you, you gotta, you got to travel to the city, you got a haircut tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I rock up, and it's this, like, pretty much one of the best in Sydney salons and I was just and so I went from cut, like a 250 dollar haircut with a beer and then next morning I'm still shoveling horse shit <laughs> so, so I was like I had nice hair like he's like full do the wash and everything and yeah just to was it worth it for 250 bucks oh I wouldn't think so what do they do differently that like, I didn't they, do? they look at you and they go like I give you the haircut you don't ask for it like so he gotta, says you gotta cop it like when I go hey age can you give me a three on the sides yeah. he goes no 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 I choose your hair based on your Whatever it is, it wasn't that great? Of a yeah. Your facial features, or whatever. Yeah, and what, what they do, like a hot towel and all that. Wash yeah, hot hair. towel, wash hair, everything. Yeah, all the works. Yeah, right. Yeah, you get not, um, not not the funnest story in the world, but yeah, just it shows the type of person she is. You know? She's yeah. she's um very after, yeah. she's very generous and she's um yeah. I don't know how she's. If I have the I don't have any of the energy here. She has. she'd wake up at two a.m. Mm. do a full makeup, do whole track work, then she'd do stuff all day, stud tours and like very she's passionate. Been doing the last fifty years, mm. and you can see why she's been so successful. Yeah, should be a great guest. Maybe you can get her on the potty, Camo. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll reach out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so you obviously know us more than anyone, Cameron. So how about we ask you some most like who's most likely questions, <laughs> and then you say out of us three, who's or most you can likely. say yourself. Okay, yeah, you can say yourself. 
So you could. we'll start things off. Who is most likely to be late to their own wedding? Oh, age. <laughs> That's what used to wake up at 5pm Every day Age like, would sleep in so eh? In his own wedding yeah, probably like, It was just in. nocturnal You're just like What's going on age <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, Why did you choose me To be your friend And you too <laughs> It was like cast I didn't choose you yeah. You chose me <laughs> yeah. Who's Most likely To get arrested On a night out Oh Probably, probably not Jimmy Mick, Probably not Jimmy. I'd say Mick None of us are any close yeah, to getting arrested. Any close to getting arrested on a night out, but um, I'm just saying, like you get you get you get very sloppy at the end of your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can see the type of guy, like like the police would find him somewhere or something like that. They, you know they'd I mean? get me. They get yeah, me like nothing really bad. You just you get that sloppy <laughs> drunk, you know. Well, yeah, Agent Jimmy War more on top. <laughs> That's fair. Thanks, Cameron. Um, okay, um, <laughs> I'm. Just, I'm, I'm Trying to not laugh at these ones. How about I'll, I'll give you one, Camo? Who is the biggest heavyweight of us? Drinking in terms wise. of drinking. Oh, I'd say uh, I, I, I haven't seen Jim's edge. Like I'd say you yeah. over Mick, mm. but I haven't seen you like, like that. Re- yeah, yeah, really, really big. Yeah. Yeah. So must you're torn. Aren't you? Yeah, it must be Jim. Mm. Like Jim, you're light enough to be a jockey, but. Well, for, for how light you are at age, you're yeah. not light enough to be a jockey. Yeah, <laughs> no way. No I, think, way. I think Jimmy caps caps himself off and then doesn't let him get to that point. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy's yeah. soft. Are you Jim, maybe soft? Jimmy's I'm soft. Resp- it's it's, it's, it's called age. being responsible. Doesn't like shots, caps himself off. Yeah. yeah. So says age. Lock, in lock age, me yeah. in. Yeah, lock it yeah. in, Eddie. Yes. <laughs> Who's most likely to be the best liar in the group of us? Best liar? Um... Not okay. The question is not most likely to lie, but the best liar, I'd say Mick. Yeah, he's very know. convincing. Yeah, he's <laughs> been a good yarn. I've just been him spin yarns. You know what I mean? When I was sitting yeah. at that airport the, the first time, then the second time, <laughs> and he's just he's just spinning, asking for every single type of conversation he could possibly get. I was like, he's like, relentless. <laughs> he can convince me to do anything. <laughs> he can convince me to be that loser that runs to the front <laughs> of the tarmac to try and get the next plane before yeah. anyone else. He can even convince you to come on a podcast. That's yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Who's the most likely to spend their money on something stupid? That's not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> gorilla, gorilla. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Uh, probably age. Probably age. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. You got yeah, stupid spending habits. Stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. you do. Impulse, impulse, yeah, impulse buying. Impulse very, yeah, yeah. but very no money impulse. to clothes. <laughs> yeah, no money to clothes or yeah. self care or nah. yeah, only haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Or and food, a gym membership. Oh, who doesn't love food? <laughs> and we'll go <laughs> no last one that uh, maybe you can all work out. Who is most likely to break a Guinness World Record, and what would it be for? Oh, I'll, oh, I'll start mine <laughs> off. I think most likely probably age. I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> most chicken nuggets consumed in twenty four hours <laughs> by a single human. That that would be my one. What would you boys? Got to have sweet and sour though. Pin sour sauce. And they all, yeah. I got a bit of a boring one just to see. Like, I'd say Jimmy the most on a multi. Like, yes. the, the, the stuff you talk to him on, like, a, what, a Monday night <laughs> soccer or something, and he's like, just casually brings up his one, three grand, four grand multi. <laughs> $65 like, odds you know or some mean? shit. You're like, thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks, thanks Jim. Jim. I'm still worried about my 30 bucks lost in the punt of the week, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's just casually putting these crazy multis on, and like, haven't you had a good, good run? I've had a good run since Melbourne Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah since Gold Trip. Since Gold Trip. So, yeah, no. Pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, 
comes in waves. So he's, he's got to take the, these wins. Jimmy to land the biggest multi. Yeah, biggest multi of all time. Take uh, the wins yeah. when you can, for sure. I reckon Cameron to have the biggest or heaviest balls in the world. <laughs> this again. You, ha- you have to be up there. I think if you go close, how, in yeah. terms of kilos, are we talking seven kilos? Just cut that way. Seven not, kilos per ball? <laughs> We're not cutting that part. We're not cutting it. We want to know. How many kilos you reckon they weigh? I'm giving no comment at all. <laughs> That's all you have to no say. Then. That's all. all you have to say. I would, I would say Cameron uh, as well as another one. Probably most nights out missed due to golfing commitments. <laughs> oh yeah, That's is, that, is that a lot? Oh, that is a dollar ten. Hey, bit of bit of moderation here. Yeah, yeah, but moderation has balance. There's no balance. It's all more miso, no yeah. cast. Yeah, you need balance. Like yeah. you don't want to have big balls and no no cock. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, age will be up there. <laughs> lot, the longest longest sleep. Hey, I'll admit my Long, balls. Longest sleep. My longest sleep. Age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, God. I could have the longest sleep. I could probably go for twenty four. You could go for fucking I, days. I reckon if I had yeah. days on end, I could. What about like a little this or that segment? We got to add a this or that in. <laughs> we'll give one to Camo and Jim. All right. Would you rather? <laughs> yep. Be riding. Nature Strip or Mazu coming into next year? Mazu. Really? Mazu every day. Yeah, I think he's just going to turn into a new horse. Mm. He, um, he's, he's still developing. He's only, what, a four-year-old still right now. And um, and Nature Strip's, I think, heading down. You know, Nature Strip's still going to be very competitive, but yeah. I think Mazu's going to be the new, more new upside. champion. Yeah, more upside the next few years, especially as the gelding is just going to work into it. The Snowdens are absolutely When did he get gelded? He got, no, he got gelded. Already... Um, Already as a two year old, like that was old. Yeah, and that's what that's what changed. Yeah, him. he was he was into a gun. He got unbeaten. He was unbeaten when yeah. he first got gelded. Well, first, he was in like seventy twos and seventy eights, and yeah. then got gelded and pretty much won like five on the trot, then won the two million ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Jimmy? What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm gonna say Mazu. I agree, Camo. Yeah, I think Nature Strip. Yeah, I mean those last two runs, last prep was a bit underwhelming. So just not sure where he's at at the moment. Mazu's on the rise, and. A very versatile horse, so you can ride him be cold, run run forward. Be good. Like it, Mick. As the ride. owner of Nature yeah. Strip, what do you reckon? Uh, owner of Nature Strip, I think Nature Strip's a very fast horse, and it just keeps going. So I don't want to be on it. I think I'd probably do some damage to it. Probably fall off. Right? <laughs> yeah, or even I've done enough damage to the horse, poor thing. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to hurt it anymore. I'll just ride Mazu for fun. Um, but I got another this or that for the two horse racing experts. Mm-hmm. Uh, New South Wales based horses or Queens or Victoria based horses. Are you so basing on like the trainers? In yeah, it's a like tough one because they do interchange. Like, would yeah. you rather a New South Wales a New South Wales trainers better or Victorian trainers better, or just like the facilities or the tracks? What are you talking about? I'm saying if we did like a state of origin, but with horses, with horses, with horses, who wins? Oh, I'm pretty biased to say New South Wales. <laughs> yeah, New South Wales. I think. Yeah, I've just. I, I, I mean, you you say, ra- can you rattle off a few on either side? Just so the audience can know, like horses, like horses yeah. Because the it depends what it's over though. There's, there's too many factors to it. It's a pretty broad question, but like you know, like yeah, you're thinking is. like Melbourne Cups, right? Most of the staying horses are in that Kieran Ma yard, yeah. Um, you know, and like Chris Waller, although he's got a few, probably do- doesn't dominate those longer distances. But in terms of sprinting ranks, New South Wales, I think just has has it over him. Like we've got Mazu, yeah. um, although the up and comer of. Um, uh, Giga Kicks, Giga Kicks from Melbourne. Giga Kicks big, but I just think Giga is going to keep developing the next few years and then be the be the champion later on. Um, yeah. He might have been a one prep wonder. We well, yeah. see what Animo did. Yeah, hundred percent. He goes down to Melbourne and looks or well, makes him look not second grade, but 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, put what, how many group ones did he win this spring? Four. Like four. Four in a row? Four, yeah. So, it's a tough, it's, it's a tough question, but, because they're both like, as Camo mentioned, like, trained interchangeably between the two. Yeah. Yeah. What about J-Mac or Zach Purden? Who's the best jockey in the world? Yeah, past J-Mac, I think, from what he's just done. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Because they go in form waves, but, like, J-Mac's just so in form. He's been so in form for two years. And yeah. he, like, he can just, he can sum it up yeah. anywhere on the track. J-Mac is just levels above the rest of them in yeah. Australia. It's J-Mac. He's already Australia. the GOAT. Yeah. He's already the GOAT. And yeah. he, w- he was the GOAT two years ago. And he's just going to keep continuing, uh, like, to build up the accolades. Yeah. Um, with what he's done at such a young age, and don't like you got to remember that he got suspended for eighteen months for betting on um, uh, a stern. A stern, he did. Yeah. So was he on it? He was on it. Yeah. He, he was right. Yeah. Which he's from New Zealand, and in New Zealand you're able to bet on your own horse. Oh, okay, yeah. But he obviously didn't get it wrong. But he. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like he was on it and just knew it was a freak and put. I think it was like seventy k or something. Was it seventy grand? Nah, it was like one thousand, two thousand dollars. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, a, a little bit. Yeah, right. It was a tiny bit, like not worth it for how much work. Yeah, nah, <laughs> for that time. Jamak yeah. can make like. Did the horse win? Yeah, 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 one, yeah, yeah. You know. What are you? Re- who do you reckon, Mick? It's, it's hard because Zach Pern's obviously cleaning up in Hong Kong and incredible jockey. Um, I just haven't watched enough of him to give an opinion. Like, obviously, you see him ride on a Saturday night when you're chasing your tail, but. Just seeing what J Mac's done in Australia, I think I think you have to go J Mac. But if I tune into a bit more with Zach Purden, then maybe I might lean to him. Yeah, I reckon they're they're on par. I reckon I'm going to go Zach Purden, the King of Kong. I'm going to back him in. Yeah, it's interesting because Zach Purden he's been over there for ages, fifteen years, fifteen years, and he was so so good when he was coming up the ranks of Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to see like you know J Mac's dominating, but he's been there for a while and yeah. Knows the tracks and does it yeah. all really well. If, like it's if the races are being raced in Hong Kong, yeah. you'd go Perth. 100%. Australia, you'd go mm. J Mac. Yeah. Uh, J Mac was just in Hong Kong recently and he yeah. had a few winners. Yeah. So. yeah, he got a few winners, but. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard comparing jockeys sometimes because they go in and out of form and also mm. they get backed by different people. And like, they get better, yeah. some different get horses. horses like you, know. you got Godolphin and Waller compared to the rest of them, you're getting most favourites in most races. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. Sure. Does anyone else have a this or that, or we're we going to go on to a bit of a plan or penalty situation? No, I don't, I don't Look, have any more. I, this I, got or a, I got one for you guys. The NRL specialist. <coughs> Here we go. Um, Seabold as your head coach, plan or penalty? Seabold as our head coach. Uh, he's going to Manly. He's at he's, Manly. He's at Manly. Um, yeah. I'm going to say with Flanagan as his backup assistant, play on okay. without penalty. Um, because were the rumours true? I heard they weren't true. Apparently they weren't true, but so, sometimes in rugby league you never know what's true yeah, and what's yeah, not yeah. and what's reported. Um, look, that year he had with South, his debut season when he got coach of the year, I think he showed great promise. But then he went to Brisbane and I think that he lost in a semi-final and then I think got into last place the year after. Like close the club to was it. just destroyed at that time. Yeah. yeah. It's, but to come last as a head coach, I, th- I think pretty tough to do yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. when you still had like the team like the brisbane broncos with all that play development and they were competitive two years before you got yeah. there it's a it's a big loss but hey i think losing des hasler was a big loss but i'm keen to give him a second chance and manly yeah. Yeah. so it's yeah. a play on both yeah i'm gonna say plan yeah. just just because flanner's assistant coach and i feel like he's a pretty good coach yeah but i don't know how they're gonna work because they both probably have that head coach or yeah. about him and, and this is a good <coughs> chance for him as well because you've got the tom 
you've got the Turbo Brothers, Tom and jo- Jake, and you've got Ben yeah. as well, and you've got Cherry Evans in there, Ruben Gary. Oh, look, too. He's got a good team. So mm. there is no excuse in terms of poor roster. Yeah. This is his chance to actually yeah. coach, like he did yeah. with South and their started, start he started team. He did great stuff with South. He That's did, yeah. yeah. He kicked mm. off that sort of run where we under the Madge realm where we were just playing very structured football, and now he's... Yeah, he's but our team was stacked, though. Mm. Well, that's so what I'm saying. It might work out with it, Manly. Yeah. How about no, I got number one for you guys? I'm, I'm a big fan of playing on penalty. You know, I'm a oh, long, here we go. Long time listener. Um, yeah. It'd be rude not to it'd have. It'd be rude not to have a few up my sleeve that I think about. You know, when I listen <laughs> to the podcast. But Luke Brooks um, as your starting halfback, and not even taking into account you're paying a million dollars playing on a penalty. I feel like for a team like Tigers, big penalty. They, yeah. They've got to let him go. Like they've got to have a divorce. If he was at the Dolphins, let's say. I'd yeah. say play on. Or like a team like Knights who need a halfback play on. Mm. I think it's situational, but I genuinely yeah. think he's a good player. But it just in a in a in a bad team. And he's been yeah. stuck in a bad team. He with, just has to change systems. Yeah, like yeah. I think he won halfback of the year a few years back. So it's obviously there, but I don't know. I think he needs to cut ties with his uh toxic girlfriend Literally. and move on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know. I just thought Hastings was so good there. Mm. Yeah, Hastings like, was good. It's, it's, it's going to be a big loss for him. They got Clemmer in return. But I don't know. I think they're yeah, just... Because they're going to play Hastings either lock or off the bench. Yeah. So it's like, would you rather Clemmer playing lock over yeah, Hastings? You probably yeah, would. Yeah. Mm. I love Hastings as a player, but I'm just not sure what happens behind the scenes. There was issues at Roosters, Manly... I thought he was all changed since <sighs> he came back from the UK. I, I'd like to think he was, but who knows why allegedly, he fell out of, allegedly fell out of love with Tim Sheens. Maybe Dewey wants more money to stay at 5'8". Who knows? It's rugby league for you. It's rugby league, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, what, about, what about another play on a penalty, Cameron? Um, the Dolphins roster they put together. Oh, I, I, that, I think that's, that, that's a trick question. Like, you're looking at... Them, like, is, is, is the question now? Because I think Wayne Bennett's just a smart coach and he's building for the future. Like, next yeah. year they're going to be terrible. Like, the roster's pretty average. Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to be trying to gel and they're trying to be, like, figuring stuff, their home grounds and all the yeah. rest of it. Like, the things no X factor. You don't think about. They have a lot yeah. of experience, though. But, but I just think Wayne Bennett's setting up for, like, three years' time. Yeah. I think he's long setting, term? Long term. I think it's, you know, like, obviously not getting Munster was a huge blow. Yeah. Um, But I think he's just set up for the future and... and and it's not about next year, I think. So play on, play on, play on. Yeah. Like it, Jimmy. Was play on else. penalty, Queenslander yourself. Yeah, play on, play on, Mick. Yeah, I like it. It depends. Like Cameron said, situational. If you're talking about next year, trying to be competitive in the 2023 <laughs> season, I'd probably say penalty. I don't think it's going to be that competitive. But look, Rome wasn't built in a day. They're not going to yeah. win a premiership. Have to in their start first somewhere. Year. Exactly. Yeah. I so. do like the leadership squad they got there. They got like heaps of good old heads that yeah could like put a good influence in the team and the culture, but. Mm. They won't be doing much in 2020. As long as they don't come in the bottom four, I think it's a win for the club. Yeah, I agree. That sounds good. Well, I think that will do us. Yeah. Thank you very Thank much you. for coming on the podcast, Cameron. No we've worries. Had a, we've had a ball. Yeah. Hope again. Big balls. <laughs> big, big balls. Great laugh. <laughs> that was good, fellas. Thanks a lot. No worries. And Wendell, on that note, and yeah, enjoy your weekend, guys. And follow Pulse Racing Thoroughbreds. Bye. <laughs>